0: Coming to you live from New Braunfels, Texas, Texas Whiskey Crew, the podcast. My name's Steve. I'm Dave. And I'm Nick.
1: Why are you sitting down so loud, Dave? That made a bunch of squeaking noises and stuff. Dave just got back from a vacation and that seat sunk in a little bit more than it usually does. I'm just saying, buddy. (laughs) You must have ate good while you are up there. (laughs) Dude, we did not eat good while we were up there.
2: It's probably one of the... I even told Carrie, I said it was one of the worst food trips
0: we've ever had. Um, Are you saying they can't make good food in Washington, D.C.?
2: No, I'm saying that the places that we were were so damn crowded and I mean, everything was a two and a half, three and a half hour wait. Jesus. Um,
1: (laughs) So, I mean, we ate... We didn't eat that much. I'm just going to say that. Is it like a work shortage like we have down here? Is it up there too, or is it? No, I don't know if
2: it was just a very crowded weekend or Mm -hmm. the part of D.C. that we were in. Um, We were on the National Harbor, and it seemed like everywhere we tried to go was a long wait. Wow. I ordered DoorDash, and it never showed up. Um, Yeah, it just, it was a horrible experience. That's probably because the DoorDash guy was hungry and he ate your food. I think he did, and then they wanted to argue with me about not refunding it, and they're like, well, we'll give you a $10 credit, And I texted the guy that was driving. I'm like, no, dude. I said, are you close? And he's like, no. And then I pulled him up on the map and he was in Baltimore or not Baltimore, but he was in Maryland. And I was in Washington, D.C. What the fuck is going on? It was horrible. Mm. Needless to say, I didn't. I actually lost six pounds on this trip. Jesus. It was pretty bad. So. Well,
0: I guess he didn't eat well. Get to retain my figure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I like to eat, though. But it wasn't good. So we uh, we're hitting this podcast right before uh, cold poc- cold apocalypse hits the uh, most of the United States here. Uh, we're hearing uh, the people up on the northern portion, up by the Canadian border, up there, are about to. About to have some lovely uh, 30 below zero stuff. Uh, as we were talking to Kevin a little bit earlier tonight, uh, it was already negative five there in Aurora, Colorado. Was it really? Yeah. So, uh, you know, they're expecting negative 17. And down here in the great state of Texas, I believe we're going to see somewhere around 16, 17 degrees, which they said with wind will be about five. Yeah. That doesn't affect me too bad. Doesn't bother Dave much to no, know, but... Uh, the rest of these uh, native Texans out here, like Nick over there, we're we're worried. (laughs) He's, he's already got a one piece snowsuit out. um, (laughs) So y'all seen Christmas story, right? It's very similar to that. You know, all bundled up. That's right. But guess what? I'm warm.
2: (laughs) But you know, if you can hear us stay warm, if you need to wrap your pipes down here, wrap your pipes. So you have water.
0: Yeah, don't don't go outside without uh without a jacket on stuff like that. You know, there's normal things you probably shouldn't do. Don't drink a whole bunch of bourbon and sleep in your yard for those of you who do that.
2: I haven't done that in a long time, but to, you know, tomorrow or Friday would be a bad day to do that. Oh yeah, for sure you might not wake up. That would be bad. Thank God it doesn't look like we're going to get much as far as moisture is concerned. So.
1: Zero precip. It's supposed to be sunny. <laughs> Funny part and cold. about this is this, this is Texas. Friday the highest 32. Sunday the high is I'm sorry Friday the high is 32. Saturday the high is like 42. Sunday it's 52, Monday it's 62. By Wednesday it's already in the 70s again. Yeah. yeah Got to so love Texas. <laughs> gonna kill all our plants and then it'll just go back to normal. That's right. I'm a little irritated cuz with all the rain that we've had my grass was starting to look pretty good. Yeah. I do feel bad for our neighbors cuz I'm pretty sure they just had their all their grass resodded and everything, so mm. they're probably not going to be too happy. So, yeah, we've given you garden tips.
0: <laughs> we told you not to sleep in the yard. Try to find that in another whiskey podcast. That's, that's right. what we're saying.
1: I'm
2: going to tell you this. That's right. Where, to, where not to eat in Washington,
0: D.C. apparently. Or... <laughs> I feel like we're a valuable source of information for, for anybody who listens. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So we'll we'll continue our journey.
0: I'm happy to give parenting advice too. You know. What about you, Nick? You got Steve any does igors? have two
1: kids and they're both still alive. So that's a good sign. very well behaved. We good have, have parenting advice. There you go. Parenting tips there. That's right. Don't have girls.
0: That's parenting advice. Don't have girls. I can't help you there. I told my (laughs) wife I can only have boys, so I'm not sure how that all works, but (laughs) if you say it, it's true. Is that what you're saying? No, but uh, so we talked uh, on the video this evening uh, on YouTube. If you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, you probably should like and subscribe. Texas Whiskey Crew. It is. Yeah. At Texas Whiskey Crew 1, I think. Oh, I don't YouTube. know what it is. Yeah, on yeah. YouTube. But hey, type in Texas Whiskey Crew on YouTube. You'll find us. There's no others. And if there are others, they're imitating.
1: Don't watch it. You think our voices are annoying? Wait till you see our faces. Mm. I think that's a, I think it's a, a better situation up there. That's actually a good shirt. If yeah. you think we sound annoying, wait till you see our YouTube. It's a yeah. good one. I think we get that shirt made.
0: Mm. <laughs> I like that too.
1: Hey, all publicity well, is good publicity.
2: And one of the things we never say, in our podcast one, I guess we're not really good at it, but, you know, we are on all the social media platforms, so um, Facebook slash Texas Whiskey Crew, we're there. Instagram slash Texas Whiskey Crew, we're there, so.
0: Yeah, make sure you hit the private group, though, on, on Facebook, because that's, you know, where all the fun shit happens. Yeah,
2: definitely. And I think that the short URL for that is, uh, is, it should be Texas Whiskey Crew. If it doesn't, it'll give you to the, it should get you to the fan
1: page, which would then get you to the private group. But. Just not the only fans page. Yeah. Or grinder or Tinder. We're not on those. We don't have, at least no. I hope we're not. Cause we're all married. I can't speak for Nick. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Steve doesn't have a grinder or an only fans, but um, I don't, even, I don't know even know what a is.
0: grinder is either. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> I mean, Steve makes sausage in his grinder.
0: Um, I don't know if that all works. That, that, I'm not does, not, sure. that does not help that comment. Just <laughs> that so you a, know, that that, a different that's a whole, whole <laughs> that's a whole, it's a whole mess of stuff right there. So we apologize for offending those that are on whatever grinder is. Um Yeah. Is that even thing anymore? I've heard of it. But,
1: yeah, it's no.
2: still a thing. All right. Okay. Well, we're not on any of those, but we are on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, no OnlyFans,
1: TikTok.
0: Um,
1: Speak for yourself, Steve.
0: All right, Nick's on OnlyFans. Graham,
1: look for Nick Jones. Nick Jones, bitch, on OnlyFans. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. I'm the opposite, though. I'm naked for free. You pay me to put my clothes <laughs> on. Or you pay. purchase right. One piece. Of no That's right. right. That's right. The more clothes, the better I look, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know oh, Lord. Nick Nick likes to wear spandex onesies. You know, that's what I've what I've what I've heard oh, anyway. Couldn't imagine how that would feel, but it does not sound fucking appetizing at all. Well, cyclists wear them. They're happy with them. <laughs> Are <laughs> they? I've never it's seen a right. smiling cyclist, that's all I'm
0: saying. <laughs> well, I have one. It's nice when it doesn't like right down. So you got the shoulder things on there, kinda hold things up. I r- I race mountain bikes for a long time. Hold things up. Yeah, <sighs> you don't want your shit to fall down
2: while you're riding. Well, if it's a one piece, it's got to be a, I mean, I yeah, say, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't like, like
0: where this conversation like, is like going, guys. It looks like a wrestling
1: uniform. Can we go back to uh, Steve's thoughts on Andre, German vehicles? Andre the Giant? Whoa, <laughs> no, no, no. That's <laughs> what I think, what I think, one piece, think one, Andre the yeah. Giant with those, the spaghetti strap shoulders. It was like that, but different. <laughs> it was like that, but
2: different. <laughs> it's a bigger strap because it's got to hold your stuff up, so.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, oh, you
1: need good padding down there because them damn seats are uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. My wife has a gel seat. I actually bought it and she put it on her bike. She's a horrible person. Doesn't love me. But you know what? uh, (laughs) People
0: don't know. We're going to talk about bike seats. Uh, Honestly, the shitty hard seats, like the little crappy ones actually work better. And once your sit bones get used to them and you're properly fitted. That's right, Nick. You too have sit bones. (laughs) Sit bones? Sit bones. S-I-T? Yeah, like sit bones, you know, in your ass. Is that your tailbone? Well, I no, I was now, Dave doesn't Dave doesn't have a butt, he has a back that goes with legs. Mind. Like, just think of the W R. Well,
2: I'm gonna date myself.
0: Adult, you got WB frog, WB frog. No, oh
2: man, I remember that. that. That's what I look like. So, um, <laughs> oh my god, I'm never
1: gonna get that image out of my face. <laughs> you never do just it's Dave face on that frog's body?
2: Oh, my god. <laughs> oh no. I have been stuck with that. Oh, I can thank my best friend Steve for being that. Put that image in anybody's head.
0: Oh, don't ago, Google but. it
1: because it's going to ruin you if you know what Steve looks like.
0: <laughs> it's, not, it's not my fault. That's Dave that did that. Yeah, no, that's me. Oh, that's a good uh, one.
2: But God after, damn, that's good. We all deal with the uh, oh. with the hands were dealt.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or the legs are the no ass. The no ass. I mean. No ass. The good news is it's not hard for him to find pants and most seats are comfortable, so... Yeah, you know, that's good. I don't like sitting yeah, on damn. Like concrete or anything. It hurts. You actually sit or does your back just bend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> oh he's, he's flipping me off over here right yeah, now. I have middle finger for you right nah, now. Yeah, all right. We're back to bourbon. So we didn't talk at all really about bourbon at, you know, we never do in the first few minutes of this podcast yeah. anyway, but. Or the middle
1: or towards the end. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll talk about it for a few minutes and we might go off on some other random tangent. I want to apologize. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> oh, it's, it might be uh. loud can, uh, can, can you can you yeah. put a, can you put a mask on over there oh oh we got a sneeze bless you man Sorry. um so we're gonna talk uh rebecca creek a little bit uh this evening we did the podcast or the excuse me the video on it uh nick brought hey, up, corn. it corn. It, corn it's corn he's got the juice nick is so pissed off about that um but hey if you haven't watched that video it's entertaining at least in my perspective yeah, it's definitely entertaining. Yeah, so Rebecca. Oh yeah, sorry, shit. In education, know, talk over. Oh, it's there. got the juice. It does have the juice. Yes. All right. All right. Well, all right. We're done with that. Back to Rebecca Creek, Rebecca Creek, San Antonio, Texas.
1: Doing a little Texas whiskey. That's right. Texas whiskey crew talking about Texas whiskey. That's right. We've done it a couple of times. Garrison Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, we did give them
0: a shout out for the last one we did. Um, this particular one, Nick brought over some of their hitters. Uh, and you know, honestly that was, that was pleasantly surprised there's a
1: couple up there I hadn't tried before I did read the back of the double barrels because we really didn't go much detail about those but the double barrels are sourced to MGP as well okay it does say sourced from Indiana, Indiana then brought down here so um, it was aged in Indiana for four years and then brought down here for another two years as well so okay so a couple of sourced and then they're I think the small batch is the only one up there that's their juice I really do I really do Well,
2: it's good. It's come a long way. I've had it. I remember having it a couple of years ago. Um, Typically I would end up mixing it with something. They sold it at a couple of venues that we would go to. Um, Not bad, but it's definitely progressed into a, into a better distillate, I guess. Yeah.
1: Even there at their own location, they make mixed drinks with their drinks. Yeah, Like they use their whiskey. They don't have like a full bar. They have their stuff, obviously. Why would you sell someone else? Yeah, I feel like that's a
0: cop out. And for people, I get it that you got to make everybody happy. And there are so many people out there that I love whiskey. I love this type. I, you know, I I drink this. And unless you're telling me you're drinking a Manhattan or an old fashioned, you know, whiskey, I don't think is the first flavor you're looking for when you make something. And no hate to those who make. I think that. If you you know you need to give it a chance, you need to try it with some ice. You need to try some water, water down, water the hell out of it down. You know, and just give it a shot so you can actually taste what's going on, and then mix away. Because I think you need to appreciate what is being presented in front of you. Because you can mix damn near anything and make it good. And I mean, oh, hell, yeah, you well,
1: pour if if something doesn't taste good, you pour some coke in it. It's it'll fine, go down really yeah. real quick and yeah. easy.
2: No, and I think that's a really good point because I think if people. Struggle with drinking something neat or even on a rock. Um, just adding a little bit of water, you're still gonna pick up a good portion of that flavor profile without clouding the flavor with you know a, a soft drink or or a juice or something like that. I mean, so we, we all do it. We you know I'll happily mix something on the golf course or whatever. But if you're really tasting something, you want to try and get in the experience of what a distillery is bringing to the table. You know, a little bit of water, you know, drink it how
1: you can, because I understand <laughs>
2: not everybody's going to be able to. What are you laughing at over
1: there? I'm going to tell you a story that's going to get me kicked out of Texas whiskey crew. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> I think your, your sneeze guard on your microphone's off. It's barely off. It's fine. There we go. That, that makes me feel better. You know, I was getting uncomfortable with that. Like, I'm, my me licking my microphone didn't bother you, but that No,
1: no, that doesn't. My microphone's sitting on a dinner plate tonight. Before I really got into whiskey, when I drank it, it was like, you know, Crown and Coke. Or 1835 was always my go-to with Coke. Uh, Ranger Creek was also go-to. I don't know what it is about those little bottles, but that 44 and that 36 special always got me drunk. <laughs> but for a Christmas present one time, my mother-in-law got me an E.H. Taylor. And to this day, I don't remember what bottle it was. It was in the tube. She was like, like super excited to give it to me. I'm like, oh, cool. Thank you. Like, you know, I didn't know what it was. And like I said, I don't know what it was. Single barrel, small batch. I don't know. I mixed that whole bitch with Coke and drank that bottle in like two days.
0: I suppose you enjoyed it though, right?
1: I I guess. I don't remember. (laughs) I drank a whole bottle of E.H. Taylor in two days because it was mixed with Coke. And I had no idea what I was drinking. That's when I, that was 10 years ago, probably. See, I feel like Dave and I did that when we were younger back, you know, into early, early parts
0: like. of college. And now we, nobody, we did meet some folks out there in some, you know, some high rolling folks and some sophisticated people that would, you know, offer to share stuff with us. And we just, we didn't know either. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's, I think it's knowledge. I think that's kind of one of the things that at least my goal when we started this <laughs> channel was to kind of impart people with some additional knowledge on, you know, what's out there. I, I, I met a, a younger guy this evening, or not this evening, uh, earlier today when we were, we were talking whiskey, and uh, he was fairly new in the the whiskey and bourbon world and had a ton of questions. And we talked about kind of what was good out there, what was not good, and, you know, some of the misconceptions out there. But I, did, I just don't think people give distillates at these distilleries, especially like Rebecca and that, a chance when they see something mixed up there on the board. Everyone should taste it on its own, first. So you have at least an appreciation and understanding for what goes into it because and research it, because, you know, if you look at, I love bourbon, I love whiskey because of the art and the process and what, what is involved in it, you know, just as, as a whole, it's an amazing thing. There's age, there's ingredients, the distillation process, everything is just, it's an art form. Um, and everyone is unique. Nothing is the same. So Next time y'all at a distillery, if you want to drink a mixed drink, just try their stuff first, straight up, then mix away. That way, you at least say you know what it tastes like, because I, I really think if you mix it with Coke or something, you just don't know.
2: Well, especially sure.
0: at a distillery, because
2: you're going there. Obviously, you're either interested in the process or you're hanging out with people that are interested in the process. You know, if you go somewhere and, and you're at an event or something and you're just looking to have a drink, fine. You know, I, I get that. And we've all done that. Um, And I think one of the things to piggyback on what Steve said was, you know, one of the things I like about kind of how we've set up our podcast and our our videos and things like that is, you know, really the spirit of giving everybody a chance. I mean, there's things out there that I would say I probably don't prefer, um, but we're not out there. We're not going to bash. Is it Canadian whiskey? Um, There's a couple of Canadian whiskeys I don't prefer for (laughs) sure. But, um, you know, we really like to talk about people that are doing a good job because, and and trying, you know, and, and things that get better over time and, and things like that. And it's important like to point that out. <laughs> uh, Steve thinks he gets better over time. So
1: there's a lot of things that like, there's certain there's one company in particular that I know does some shady stuff, but their stuff is still good. I've heard they're a you good know? time. I mean, honestly. Yeah.
0: Um, They're
2: yeah. It's just, you know, there's, there's a lot of different companies out there. Um, I tell you these two people I have to deal with. Um, and uh, I'm just sitting here, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> the bottom line is give it a try.
1: Give you, especially at a distillery, <clears throat> give, give the juice a try. And, uh, and I think the worst Rebecca. part about it is that not everybody makes 50 mils or 200 mils or 375 mils mil stuff. Yeah. Cause that's honestly, that's the best thing ever. Cause it gives you a chance to try it without buying a whole freaking bottle.
0: You're right. Isn't it great to be able to taste something? I mean, a lot of people, you know, if y'all listen to us, you're probably in the same world we are, but we, we love to exchange tasters around uh, amongst different people. We'll meet up. We'll give people different tastes of different bottles. We've had, man. It's, it's outstanding because so many different things you
1: never thought you'd try. You get a chance to taste like, Holy crap. I really need to buy a bottle of that. That's yeah. join a local group and do bottle shares. It happens all the time. Uh, It's a great experience. I think you get to honestly try things you've never had before. I actually feel kind of bad for people who are just now getting into bourbon because your, your mind's going to be blown with how many different variations of not even companies, but brands in the company. Like there's just, I mean, we did Rebecca Creek today and I have four here and that's four different, like one's a barrel pick. Well, two are barrel picks, but I consider those the same. One is. Yes, Steve, that's five. You're right. But I'm saying two are barrel picks. So, uh, one is their normal iteration and two are some of their special stuff. There's one I didn't bring, which is another store pick. There's one I didn't bring that I don't have, which is a ball and bond. And that's, that's like, that's like seven right there. And that's only from three different locations. And you know what I mean? Another brand. don't they? Yeah. I mean, I, that brand I've had before, but again, I've, I usually mix it that brand that we're talking about. Sure. Um, but And that's one company and you're up to like 10 bottles right there. Cause they've done other stuff too. That was one time stuff. So there's 10 different things that they have with one company. And that's not including like their other brands in that company. And then you have Buffalo trace and you have Garrison. And then you, I mean the list goes on and on. You're never going to try every whiskey. I swear.
0: It doesn't. I think, would you agree that people tend to fall, especially when talking about like noobs right now, people that are just now getting excited into this, they tend to fall into this rut where they hear about something being allocated like Buffalo Trace, like Weller Green Label, the special reserve, mm-hmm. something like that. And. That becomes their focus. Yeah, for sure. They're like, I need to find this. I need to find this
1: when there are so many others out there. I mean, that I've just, been there that are mind blowing. I've been there. Like I've, you know, when I worked in Dripping Springs, I'll go to two or three different liquor stores that are in that area. And sometimes they had one, seven, five, of Buffalo Tracer, Weller Special Reserve. I'm like, holy crap. I've never seen these size bottles before. And then they had like the three, seven, five, of Weller, which we usually don't get here in Texas, but have been popping up more recently. And so, I mean, we put, we got a case of twenty four. We put twelve on the shelf. They're gone within a day. Yeah, and it's just a three seven five, but it's in a different bottle, it's a boot shaped bottle. And what I mean by that is, you can put it in your Blast. boot. For those people who don't know, Blast. boot flask. Yeah, um, if you're not from Texas, you might not know what that is. It doesn't mean shaped like a boot. It literally is made to fit in your boot.
0: Not like that DOS boot. What was that? Oh, from? DOS, boots. DOS boot. DOS boot. Yeah, uh, we should drink bourbon out of that. I have one, but it's a little one. Oh, that's all right. We need a little one for bourbon. That's,
1: that's personal, true. Personal that's no problem, Nick. But uh, you know sure what? I got one. a little boot, but. It whacks it wax a punch, you know what I'm saying? Nick, Nick, Nick <laughs> likes to put it all out on the table. That's right. Know? I don't I don't have I haven't <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we shut him down I, over yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing to hide. So error error 404. Even if I tried, I have nothing to hide. <laughs> so we what, what else we want to talk about Rebecca? I want to make sure we give these guys their due I honestly, I, I, I it's not a negative, but I think they give pretty much anybody a barrel pick. It seems because I've seen so many barrel picks from them. And that's awesome. Like I'm 100 percent okay with that. Um, that they give so many people options to come in and do stuff. I haven't seen local groups doing one yet, but that doesn't mean that they haven't tried. I don't know what local groups like and don't like. Um, but whiskey business is a smaller liquor store. They only have two stores. Yeah. Um, Skips when he did that pick, he only had two or three stores, so he didn't have a big you know following. Um. Specs obviously has a huge following. So that's different. Does anybody
2: know? Do they distribute outside of Texas? Have you? Yeah. Yes, they do. I the don't program.
1: know about their like single barrel program. I'm not going to lie about that, but I have seen their other stuff. You out say, out of Texas. was it 14 states, 36, 17 states, 17 states. 17 states. All right. And, and I don't know when they last updated that. So it might be more than that now. I don't know. But uh, 17 states was the last one that they had posted.
0: Great to see them uh, getting out there distributing. I think Texas whiskey as a whole uh is starting to make a name across the, across the board. Uh, we, you know, we mentioned some of the others out there. Uh You know, I, I still struggle. I live here and I, you know, we're in Texas whiskey crew. We still struggle to find ones that we really truly enjoy, but just because it's a harsh climate here, I mean, it's a very different product that gets turned out. So these guys I, I'd say are absolutely on the smooth end of, especially on their regular distillate that they're turning out mm-hmm. is a smoother I guess it, it doesn't have some of the harsh uh, flavor profiles of some of the, some of the Texas distilled products we've had. And I think that's simply just a product of heat um, and the way these age in the house. Now, Mary, we're coming into this super cold. So if it would be consistent, it'd be, you know, you'd see a lot of, we see 17 a night, you know, 50 in the day. That's great. You know, you get, you get it pulling in the barrel and out of the barrel and a lot of good stuff happens. But normally when it's humid as hell, it, we, we're looking at, you know, 65 degree nights and then 75 during the day or, you know, 78 at night and 79 in the day. So not a lot happens when it's like that. Yeah, definitely
1: not a lot of movement and expansion. The Buffalo East. Trace, when we went and visited, said that they have their cold room. They have a cold fridge that they keep some of their barrels in. They keep it at 50 degrees. Okay. They say nothing happens below 42 degrees. Okay. That's what Buffalo Trace says. Okay. They say that literally nothing, it does not age at all below 42 degrees. That's per Buffalo Trace. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. That's just what they say. I heard
0: that was a temperature. You put your snowsuit on it. (laughs) I guarantee it's probably higher than that. It's probably around,
1: it's probably <laughs> around fifty degrees. Let's be honest. If the air conditioning gets too cold, i better bust out that parking. That's right. Fifty six outside? No, no, sir. I'm wearing am wearing long johns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we can appreciate that. But um, you know, thanks <clears throat> Rebecca Creek for turning on some some good stuff. We uh we've enjoyed it. I'm a big Big, big fan of sourced MGP juice uh, coming from a lot of different distilleries. And it yeah, can't go wrong. People can say what they want on it. Uh, nothing's ever the same, you know, with these. I mean, every barrel is different. And though MGP is uh, turning out the same mash bills and stuff, things right. tend to change.
2: when well, you get it from MGP from Texas. It's been Asian, Texas or Nevada. Both our picks have been sourced MGP. Yep. Oh.
0: Oh yeah. Well yeah, yep. Mike Reed's kicking ass yep. down there in Copper Sky, man. We love him. We love what they're doing. And some of these guys are you know, they're blending. They're doing some different things yeah. too. And Smoke that's um, yeah, I love it. Smoke wagon's very good at what they do yep. with their blends.
1: So Smoke Wagon, you get that same thing you get here. You get the heat. Unfortunately, Smoke Wagon gets the help with no humidity though. Right. We however have humidity. Very dry out there. So, you're right. Yeah, that does I think affect it because we notice a huge difference between Texas and here and well, Vegas. I think you're starting to case. see a lot of
2: growth in the distilleries in Texas. I think a lot more people are trying it, um, you know, 10, 12 years ago, they opened up. So maybe they're starting to get a little bit more aged product to be able to bring to the table and, and kind of refining their practices and um, their equipment and their materials and things like that. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, we'll see what happens in the next five, seven, eight years of what they'll be able to bring to the table.
0: Yeah. And you have to um, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I've seen some stats out there that say, Texas uh, per capita has <laughs> more and more whiskey drinkers, uh, than anywhere in the United States. I believe that. So, uh, that's why, and for those of you who always are, are, pissing and moaning why Texas gets all the, the weller out here all the time is these, these people are looking at demographics and kind of what's going on and where they're shipping stuff and how people get things. But we've got a lot of whiskey whiskey drinkers here mainly because this damn state's so big. Um, I was, for instance, I was in, uh, in Dallas-Fort Worth yesterday on a little road trip, and it never ceases to amaze me. I go to San Antonio. I go to Austin. I actually went through Austin, into Waco, into Dallas-Fort Worth. These metroplexes, these cities are massive out here, you know, compared to other places. I mean, I'll use Denver for a good example. Uh, I was talking to Kevin about this. And I said, Denver, you know, Denver, when I, I was growing up there, so it was big. You know, I thought it was big. That it was a big city. Until I moved to Texas. And then I realized that the majority of our cities here, you know, Denver's just a drop. I mean, most of them would encompass five or six of those. And I think that's kind of why we see such diversity and such an yeah. influx of people that that love the brown water. Four of the top 10 largest cities in the U.S. are all in Texas. Yep. Houston. Mm. Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, Dallas, Dallas Fort Austin, Fort Worth, maybe. Austin, yep.
2: Yeah, and I don't even know if Austin's on that list, but I know. I mean, it's probably
0: it's going to start. Way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a lot of a lot of a lot of good stuff happening here. A lot of uh, a lot of options for people. A lot of a lot of things. I'm I'm glad to see that some of these places are coming to coming to name on it for sure. Absolutely.
2: So keep up the good work for all the Texas distilleries. For sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and we were um, one of the other things I wanted to to talk about tonight. We since we kind of went through Rebecca Creek and like I said, if you want more info, watch us on YouTube. We talked a little more in depth on it. And if you do have questions about this stuff, as we're talking through and you're listening to us, shoot us a message. I mean, I don't know that they can do anything with uh, the podcast as far as messages go, but like, like Dave said, you can get us on all the other forms of social media. And, yeah, and Instagram you can email and,
2: us. I mean, if you have questions or you want a link or something, we're, we're not really good about always giving out that link, but it's info at Texas whiskey com. mm mm-hmm send us an email. Um, You know, there's something you want us to talk about or or go through by all means, put something out there. Um, It's just good to, to add to the community. I mean, and we sit here trying to come up with ideas and talk about things and, and we're happy to, to take some suggestions from people, what they want to, you know, what you guys want to hear about and talk about.
0: Yeah. Generally we're you know, we're open to answer any of your questions. I mean, you may get an answer complete bullshit. You may get one that's actually honest. So yeah, you might get a random sample of something. Cause I was going to say, y'all were talking
2: about sample bottles and, and being able to try things. And like the funny thing about watching the progression of our bourbon rooms or our, our bars and things like that is, you know, we've got the bottles and things that we're buying, but you know, now when I walk in and I'll walk into Steve's where we shoot and there's a bunch of sample bottles laying around and you go into Nick's and there's sample bottles everywhere. And it's just, you know, it's nice to be able to to kind of change it up. We're like, well, I'd really like to try this and, and it's not something maybe I want to buy right now, but I can go out and do that. So, so speaking um,
0: of trying stuff, yeah. Oh, we, um, uh, we actually just had, uh, our, our first annual Christmas party. Yeah. Um, Dave, Dave left, went to Washington DC cause I, he
2: hates us. I do miss, but it. I don't hate you guys. I, um, I love everybody that was there and, and sorry, I couldn't be
0: there for you guys. So we drank enough for Dave. <laughs> Um, but we did a, we did a bottle exchange and that was, that was a good damn time. We, so we partnered up, I'll give uh, New Braunfels bourbon credit there. Cause we teamed up with them on this, but uh, also I got to give a huge shout out to uh, Mr. Josh Acute, who generously donated a huge prime rib that he smoked and quite honestly, man, that uh, that hit very well, and uh, you know, I felt like I was having a five star meal. Uh, he, he did a good job, turned it out. But anyhow, we did this bottle exchange, and the prereq was to bring a bottle that was had at least a value of fifty dollars. In the past, we've done these a few times with our dudes groups, and that, and we usually end up getting. There's always a few bottles that just aren't quite there. They probably shouldn't Black be there. Black label Jack. And, yeah. And Dave, 90% of the time ends up with them in the exchange. And we're but all okay with that. Cause it's Dave, not it's us. Dave. That's right. When and Nick and I, we, we do a little better, but <laughs> this particular event uh, went pretty good. We had a hell of a lot of good bottles sitting up there. You know, I was impressed uh, and people got some good exchanges. Dave got the the same bottle that he put out in the exchange, which is, you know, lucky for you as a good bottle. No, I'll take it. It was a good bottle. That's why I, I
2: contributed. And that's the one I won, even though I wasn't there, I was, That's right. I was supporting.
0: That's right. So we tried a bunch of different things. So that's a great Avenue. If you haven't done that and you're not part of any clubs, jump into that because a lot of these guys are doing exchanges and swaps and things like that. And that's a great Avenue to try a bunch of different things. You know, make sure you have a, a designated driver to get home. Um, but beyond that, you know, what, what a good time that was, you know, trying a bunch of different things. Nick, did you hit anything that, uh, that was notable. That you know, you hadn't had. You've had most everything. You're talking about at the tasting. Yeah.
1: Um, I tried a little bit of everything that was there. There's a Ledger Creek Barrel Proof. There was a Blanton's. There was an Old Forester Blue Label single barrel. Yeah, yeah, which was good. I, but I'm I'm a sucker for Brown Foreman. I you know me, so Ooh, like, like you too. know how that is. Um, you can't go wrong. Um, I I, I did bring the Blantons because I wanted everybody to get it and get to try it and stuff like that. And I love seeing all the guys like going over there and getting the Blantons. It was funny. Yeah, and you, you know, oddly enough, this is the second time that you've dropped a bottle of Blantons in <coughs> an exchange, and the bottle didn't get finished. That's right, I didn't. Nope. So that there wasn't. I mean, it wasn't really a whole bunch of people. I mean, yes, there was thirty five people. Um. I think there might've been a few more. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think you're right in the money. I think it's about where it was. Yeah. Um, but th- I mean, there's 10, 15 bottles probably open. We'll try. And then once we did the exchange, people pop those bottles. Yeah. So, I mean, there was probably about 50 bottles for like 35 people. So <laughs> they weren't going to get killed,
0: you know? No, yeah, it was, it was a good mix. I was actually impressed with the amount of sample bottles that were, that were placed out there. Um, You know, Shelly, my wife came to this event and she says, is it normally like this? Do people normally bring bottles like that just to share and sample? And they do. And that's what's so great about being in this, uh, you know, in this world that people are willing to share and you get a chance to try a whole bunch of different things.
2: Yeah. And I think it's, you know, I wasn't there, but from past events that we've done and and, uh, conversations and pictures that I've seen, it's, it's really something of the, I guess, I mean, to use the word community, but it's kind of the community that. That's starting to develop around where we are and, and, and the local groups that that we talk to. But, you know, you talking about the the bottle of plants not getting finished and the last exchange we did, you know, that one didn't get finished either. And it's kind of a almost a level of respect or something, but people are happy to try something, but not there just you know i'm going to drink it as much as i can because oh this is
0: something that maybe i can't find or or whatever. Well, we know people that that like to take advantage of things they can't find but those shall not be named. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> and and it was not um it didn't sound like that kind of stuff was going on and and i respect that and and appreciate the people that are choosing to to spend some time and hang out with us and do things with us and um it's just, it's cool. I like it. Yeah,
1: that. we had a select few come back to the house with us afterwards and hang out and everybody was very, very cool, very polite, very yeah. nice. We smoked some cigars. We smoked some it's cigars, you know, drink some whiskey. Sent some uh, text to Dave who was out of the state, but. Well, oh so God, Jason Nudes again. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, everybody was cool. It actually got me To want to move my so i have a whiskey room but it's getting me to move my table out of there and put it down the garage so we have a space to smoke we actually call that your pleasure room that is my pleasure room would you like to see my pleasure room um so super excited about that i'm almost finished painting the garage um it's got ac and heat so it's comfortable year-round and it's got an air purifier out there so we can smoke cigars it's it's a blast i mean it's a
2: custom barrel head like for nick's bourbon room that says like nick's pleasure room or something
1: nick jones bitch (laughs) <laughs> Steve loves that, that work too. Steve loves that the only thing is right now it's great because the car's not in the garage and it's great but as soon as the car comes back it's gonna be a pain in the ass again well, we can eat we will we. set bottles on top of the car we'll just we'll pull the car Sit. out Sit every time of the car no 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 sitting in the car <clears throat> we'll just pull the car out during so. the summer it's great outside on the top deck just sitting up there and you get a nice breeze but during the winter, it's just so cold. And we do have a couple of little fireplace things like, you know, the long bench one and a stand up, you know, to keep you warm. But it's still when you're up top up there, it's it's a chilly one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Is there actually a nice breeze in the summer in Texas?
1: I, on on my top deck? Yes. The bottom deck? No. Okay. Maybe three days
0: out of the month. Yeah. Well, not every year is like this year it was hot. But yeah, this year was I feel that's a common theme. We bitch about the heat. Well, I bitch about the heat. You so don't know, know Texas has been hot lately? <laughs> it's
2: always hot. No, I mean, this summer was, you can tell because they're like, grass didn't just die, it disappeared and turned into dirt. So, oh, yeah. I mean, as I talked about earlier, my grass actually turning green again. I'm, I'm pretty damn happy about it. So, because it was dirt and mud and my dogs like to roll in it.
0: Yeah, it's not fun. No,
2: not at all.
0: So, we were having a conversation earlier uh, prior to hitting record on this thing. And we talked about some uh, some allocations out there some stores and Nick brought up a good, good point. And he talked about how MSRP and prices on bottles are starting to change. So we see a lot of things in this current economic situation where everything is getting more expensive, you know, diesel, gas, food. Apparently we got a shortage of eggs now. Uh, but yeah, everything, everything is more expensive, harder to come by. I don't know if you've tried to buy aftermarket parts for your car or even just regular OEM parts for your car. Stuff's hard to come by. Well, that's starting to follow suit into the into the liquor world as well. I don't know how that's doing on quicker distillates like vodka and stuff. But for bourbon, some of the more sought after stuff, some of the good stuff is taking, taking on that same thing. So Nick brought up that we're seeing bottles go up in price. Even the
1: secondary prices are going higher. It's not just bourbon. It's tequila, too. Um, vodka, I don't really pay attention to because I'm not a vodka guy. Um, I'm kinda leaning towards the key a little bit more, trying to learn some stuff and try to get to like it. Um used to be able to get like Don Julio nineteen forty two for like a hundred hundred bucks, ninety-nine bucks. Yeah. Um I started seeing it go to like one oh nine. I seen one twenty nine and we have it for sale at one ninety nine. Oh wow, wow. Um, same thing with Johnny Walker Blue. It's always been two seventy five for a while there. I don't know what happened. I saw it dip to like the one ninety nines, even one seventy fives. It's back up to two ninety 280s. what we have it for. Um yeah, cost of Azul used to be around 100 bucks for the clear, yeah. the clear one, and it's 125 now. The, rest of the time is like around 130, 140, and now it's 180. I mean, everything's just going up. It's crazy, man. And when I say we, I'm talking about my the store that I work at, and we charge everything has the MSRP plus whatever the rate is. Allocated balls get that rate plus five percent more. So nothing's like extravagant. Nothing's like crazy. Um, everything's pretty much at retail plus that rate, which is the normal everyday price that everybody charges. Um, and so it's not just us. I know for a fact. I've been to other stores where it's been the same or more. So, so it seems like it benefits you to start
0: trying some of the different stuff, some of the newer stuff on the market. For sure. Um, I guess on that side of things, uh, you know, anything that's raw squib. Their their labels, and that's the when well, the commercial division of MGP well, not commercial, but that's the yeah. private label division of MGP. That's yeah, so their they're own keeping label. Keeping
1: MGP MGP just because I think it's easier. I think that's the only reason why. They don't want people to get confused. Right. Um, so MGP will stay MGP. Ross and Squib or whatever I think that's the name it's of it. It's Ross and Squib, yep. Um, that's gonna be their like you said, I think they're gonna start selling their own stuff through that brand, if I'm not mistaken. And that's they are um who's their parent company? Who are they tied into? Do you know? I, I just keep saying Saz, but I know it's not Saz. No, it
0: I think they're not Lexco. They're, um, oh gosh, I forget who they are, but they've got numerous labels. I mean, uh, they've got, um, law and laws is their label, isn't it?
1: You know, I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, trying to research it, there. but I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't want to say yes. I don't know for sure. <clears throat>
2: Excuse me. No, yeah. but just a good point to kind of go out there and try some of the stuff that's out on the market. Um, it actually kind of leads me in because I never bring, like, news articles to to the table, so that's usually something Steve and Nick bring. But um, do either of you guys read The um, Whiskey Advocate? Uh, do read The Whiskey Advocate. I haven't looked at anything current, though. All right, so they did their 2022 rankings, and I figured it kind of ties into what we're talking about. But it was interesting because when you look at the – when you look at the cover of, of the article um, they have the winner on there, of course. And, and I looked at it and and immediately was suspect about what they were putting out there for their top whiskeys in 2022. But um, so they came out.
0: I've heard this though. This isn't the first time I've seen that particular bottle. And I've, I've heard this and I don't know where Nick lands on this one, but so
2: Jack Dan, they named Jack Daniels bonded, which was a new release for, for Jack Daniels. Yeah. That's a craft, their craft line. Yeah. Um, and they named it as their their number one for 2022, and it immediately caught me off guard because I was, uh, you know, just like, okay, wait a second, you know that there's a lot of different things out there. I've had Jack Daniels bonded, I like it a lot, um, but it it kind of ties into what we're talking about because they made it a point to find things that were going to be affordable. There's like there's a lot of whiskey, there's a lot of bourbon out there that that people can find that is out of touch for the everyday Joe, especially in times. I mean, it's no, no surprise to anybody that that things are getting tougher. People are struggling a little bit more. And so they, they kind of did that. And it was just, it's an interesting article. Um, the whiskey advocates, their 2022 review. Um,
0: Where'd they land? I mean, you, you named bonded more what's did they hit any others that were in like yeah, second, so, third, fourth. Um, I'll go through, I'll just do the
2: top five. They did. Uh, Jack Daniels bonded was number one. Um Redbreast Kentucky Oak edition was number two. Um I haven't had never had that oak, one. But, uh, <laughs> I have the twenty
1: seven and it's freaking mango for days. It's barrel phenomenal. Like that. was number three. Okay, um, I'm already out. No. <laughs> Dude, barrel okay, so barrel's very cool. They do all kinds of great things. They also have Stellum. That, that's BCS, right? That's their Barrel yes. Cross yeah. It's also Stellum. If you don't know what Stellum is, that's the same brand as well. They do some really great stuff, but there's no way it's top five, yeah, man. Your twelve year old okay and all right who West are these guys Cask strength now i think one. Oh, of the okay guys- so they okay they they're obviously scotch guys westward is super scotch it's it's american single malt i don't that's not my jam doers i have some but i never opened it. it was given to me as a gift i'm just not, i'm not a scotch guy so yeah. that's already a negative for me so maybe that's why they lean towards more barrel stuff maybe that's more their profile maybe barrels i've had one in uh, Dan shook to this day. still talk shit about it. I had a barrel. It was a 16 year or something. I don't remember what it was. It had the metal cap on it. I took it to a whiskey weekend and we popped it and it was super leathery, which I actually liked it, but you don't have leather notes on a 16 year old whiskey. You don't. Yeah. So obviously there's something going on there. Um, and you, I guarantee you if you buy every barrel bottle, you'll like one of them because they're all so different there's nothing the same even their yearly releases that we get they have their own spot because every year they're different prices right. so and we still have some from like three years ago um it's just everything's so different with them there's no uh, there's no two balls that are exactly the same when i was going to look i was
2: just going to hit a few of the notable ones on here blue note juke joint uncut
0: got a Hickle. bottle of that i got
1: at the exchange number seven so, well shelly got that one um, it's not bad but what was the other one before? Not Juke Joint. What was before Juke Joint? There's another one. Juke Joint kind of took over, but there's one before Juke Joint. That's what everybody was getting barrel picks of. Now it's all Juke Joint. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but the original ones were the ones I liked. I didn't like Juke Joint as much. Uh, I just Bart- don't remember what they're called. Bartstown Rum Series. Okay, Plantation's really Plantation. good. Plantation, Plantation's really around. good. It, just, hit, <laughs> it has it, dickle in it, but it's so
2: good. I hit fifteen on their list. There's a couple on here that I'm just not gonna
1: gonna name Give, name some that are like that you really like like something on their list that like that we we enjoy that's higher we think should be higher like what is something on that list that you are like oh this should be i don't or is there anything no. so i'm assuming they're not doing any high-end allocation they're stuff. not
2: doing high-end allocation um i mean there's some that i can't even in deary trini the three wood i'm yeah that's scotch um, it's a lot of scotch middleton very rare
0: well, we need so we 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 need this to be bourbon advocates. What we're saying, I guess, yeah, at the end I mean, of the day, I, it's that advocate, it is this. You know. There's
1: a whiskey, blend of everything, so but, in, but so I, I'm not going to talk. I will talk shit about scotches and stuff because I don't like it. And um, excuse me, American single malts. Um, but I mean, uh, I mean, barrel. I there's so many better things in barrel on that list. Barrel does, you know, I'm
0: gonna I'll give barrel credit where it's due. They they are master blenders. Um. Uh, they turn out a consistently good product across the board, but I don't, I don't necessarily see them as you know top of the chain. I've had yeah, a lot what was of good it, What stuff. was their like third, fifth,
1: or something? Like they're top something.
0: That was three. Yeah, yeah come was, on. He says Vantage, right?
1: Vantage was. Normal. Yeah, so I've, I ha- I I think I have a bottle of Vantage. Up I there. don't think I do, but I'm going to buy one tomorrow just to shit on it. Well, it <laughs> be
2: interesting. I don't know. I mean, if we wanted to screw around one day and
0: just take their top five and, and rank them, but I mean. They're mostly scotch. Yeah. Well, it's got peed in single multi. I, 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 scotch leaning. Yeah. I agree yeah. And with that's on fine. That. I
1: won't, I won't hit on all those. Cause if I drink a lot and then I go to scotch, like a really peated, I like it, but I just can't, I can't go peated off the nose or off the, just the rip because all I get is band-aid. And for those that don't know, the whole iodine band-aid thing is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, with peated.
0: And I think you'll, I think we need to, that'd be a good couple episodes for us. I think, uh, We'll do we'll do one on uh, some scotches. We'll grab the top rated ones out there and then we'll do the same thing with Irish whiskey as well, because I'm oh, about the hell. Out of the I'm, a, I'm a big one. fan of a scotch guy. So,
1: yeah, I'm a big fan of the yellow spot. Um yeah I mean I have a like a Redbreast 27 and it's phenomenal. Well, red Redbreast turns a cat Redbreast yeah. across the board and well the 15 wasn't a hitter for me but the 12 is killer. Yeah. And if we go to like Irish I like Jameson, you know. I'm not a huge fan of what the boxer stuff a uh, proper 12 it's okay. Yeah. Um but there's different narrations they have a stout finished uh Jameson that's phenomenal, you know. I haven't tried the orange or any of those other ones but um yeah. there is some there's some Irish stuff I like. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, you can do a scotch. Yeah. And- I do have a log of 116 Opperman edition. So we could do like that. It's very heavily peated. I have a whole bunch of Oogdall and Ubeasty stuff from the whatever that distillery is. I can't think of it right now, but. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of scotch. I tried it different things and I just couldn't get into it. I do like Monkey Shoulder. Monkey Shoulder? It's a good yeah. blend of whiskey and scotch. So if you don't know if you're going to like it, that's a good way to go about it. Be interesting, though.
0: You bring up Monkey Shoulder, they did a lot. So I saw them. They had a booth set up at Coda uh, for the U.S., you know, World Grand Prix, whatever it was, uh, the F1 race. Yeah. At Coda, I was up there for that. And there wasn't a lot of. Uh, Presence for bourbon whiskey stuff like that but monkey shoulder did have a trailer set up there the like back to the same issue i had before they were so heavily marketing everything mixed right everything they had was try our mix this try this drink they had funny crazy names for all this stuff and i guess you got to play to your audience right you gotta you gotta you show what people want. That doesn't surprise me at Coda. I mean, it's so, uh, but I mean, yeah, no one's gonna
1: be drinking straight stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Except me. But beyond that, you know,
1: yeah, most people. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Uh, I most like people that go to bars where they get, they get mixed drinks they get well, and they want shoot, to shots
0: to, or, you know,
2: they want to give, be able to give people a 24 ounce glass. And as opposed
0: and, to like a little one ounce pour, right. two ounce pour. But again, know? maybe it would benefit you to say, Hey, have a little taster. Give them a, a little thumb size, yeah, little the, thimble. That's true. Something. Thimble, yeah. Well, what the hell do we have a Garrison? They were like the well, the like church, communion. like the I communion.
2: That, well, I don't know what you call them. Their communion glasses where you drink your wine. Mm-hmm. But, they could have
1: you know. stood to be a little we bigger. We call them sample cups. That's what we call them.
2: They, they definitely could have been a little bigger, but I'm sure... That there's a method to the madness of why they don't. Oh, do for you. sure. With y'all two there, they did not Too need to be any course. bigger.
1: <laughs> Am I- Three glasses in. Steve's dunking his hand in the wax going, look what I can do.
2: Three yeah. 300- hundred <laughs> Wax half my face. 300
0: degrees, Nick. You don't put appendages in the wax. You
2: don't put anything in the wax except the tip of the bottle.
0: Just the tip. Just the Just tip. Just the tip. Yeah. So beyond all that. Since you know, we've sidetracked ourselves. I mean it's a good sidetrack
2: though. Really Uh, quick because so Jack Daniels bonded hit number one. And what, that's
1: maybe a thirty-five forty dollar bottle? I don't think it's that much. Because I think they're only seven hundreds. I don't think they're seven fifties. No, and then but so I could be wrong. They're I'm I'm trying to remember.
0: You were there, Nick. Remember when we had the Was he there? I was there. No, Nick, did you did you join us for the tasting we did with those with the guys, the rep from Jack Daniels where we did the triple mash? No, I was not at that and, one. And Okay, so Dave was there for that one. But
2: they said they were going to...
0: Yeah, I straight up...
2: The industry was leaning towards going to everything in 700.
0: Yeah, I asked him, I said, well, you know, what, what's the deal with this? And he's like, everything going forward in the future is going to be seven so hundreds. Have you
1: heard that, Nick? I have not. I'm looking at the bonded right now to see what I shows. wanted to ask. I said, what, what would you
2: guess? Cause the whole point of me talking about the article was, yeah, it is a 700 mil. Thank they you. Hinted. I just that, want to make sure I was you not know, talking were focusing shit. focusing on things that were more affordable or more, and maybe more accessible. Didn't necessarily mean more affordable, but things that were mm. crazy allocated. Cause I would have assumed that barrel would be, double the price of that Jack Daniels well, barrel is yeah, very
1: expensive. Yeah. it so um, doesn't necessarily lean into so everything overseas seems accessible. to be about that price. Cause I've gotten a father and son from Japan and I got a whole bunch of Blantons from Japan and Europe and they're all seven hundreds. So I don't know why just the U S seems to be seven fifties. I don't, well these, so their answer to that was they talked a,
0: a bit about the glass shortage that we had a while back. Uh, hence I've got a few clear bottles up there, uh, from you know stuff that should have been amber mm-hmm. glass. But, wagon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they talked about the glass shortage. They talked about sourcing issues and then they just talked about it as a whole. My personal thought is that the industry is doing this because I don't think the general public's going to put a, 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 magnifying glass on this. I don't think they're going to see it. And in the large scale, you know, the big picture of this for the distilleries is, profit margin i mean they're going to gain profit the same price they're gonna or charge 50 ml
1: just a little bit milliliters worth less glass yeah i mean at the end of the day it's less juice right one bottle might save a couple cents but add that up to hundreds of thousands of bottles millions of bottles but
2: add it up to the different markets that they're going to be shipping bottles to and like you said that's true instead of overseas japan things like that they're all 700 mil and here they're 750 so if they don't have to stop production to do a u.s run Mm -hmm. to do an overseas run or something like that that's true that's just there's money and and cost savings there but i'd be surprised if you see a reduction in any cost if something does oh yeah for
1: sure there's Um, no way you know there people are gonna be a little backlash but i mean how much is like a little 99-cent shooter cost right 99 cents those little shooters there's a little 50 mils they're like 99 cents now if they're made of glass like the gray goose they might be like 299 or something like that expensive but, <clears throat> so but you lose the glass you're losing a buck or two right there so 99 cents is what they're losing cost wise
0: yeah i think they'll i think they'll make up for it but you brought up a good point i was just thinking about that so milliliters so we don't run on the metric system here no right why is it that alcohol does run on the metric system
1: Think about it. I, I mean, we uh, yeah, don't, we don't know know what what have understand. ounces on yeah. anything. I mean, everything's got fluid ounces. Everything's got liters, yeah. so you know, soda.
0: whatever it is. I mean, I'm just curious on this, you know, this is a big topic on that because we don't learn in school. We're taught, you know, standard. you have a bottle near them? Because does it even say? It, it says what? MLs.
1: It says MLs. That's it. It doesn't it, it, No, it. it's only mL. It only yeah. says MLs. 750 MLs. Liters, yeah. yeah. So uh, 1.5 yeah. liter, 1 liter or 750 MLs yeah in it's middle.
0: interesting I, I, that's got to be a, tied historically to something
1: yeah, yeah even the that little that shooters with 50 mls the little 200 ml 375s half pints all those they're all yeah maybe we'll they're maybe we'll, we'll look that up yeah.
0: sometime because that is i really never put a whole lot of thought into that until you started talking maybe next later. podcast will answer the question huh <laughs> that's
1: we'll right talk about See, now you crap. have to come back and listen to the next <laughs> podcast <laughs> to find <laughs> the answers
2: in this one we're gonna leave you or somebody's gonna blow us up on one of the social media and they're going to tell
0: us why it's in.
1: Which is fine. Please no, do. We, we, we love we that.
0: It. Thank you. Yeah, We don't know
1: everything. You're all thanking people that haven't given us answers. Well, if you do. They're going to because our people are amazing because we love them. It's Have true. Nice day. Everybody who's a member, if you see me, I'll give you a hug. Oh, Nick's offering free hugs. Free hugs, free guys. Hugs. Free hugs. Free hugs, free hugs with a good... Tight pat on the back. You know what I'm saying? Now, are you doing one pat or like three pats? Nah, you got to give at least two or three. It's got to be three, right? One almost seems like it's not, tr- That's not so real. It's in person. Oh, you got to get both see, we've it.
0: See, Dave and I have had this conversation before about hugging people. And, you know, he's like, no, nah,
1: you do one arm hugs. And I, I'm not. You start out with the handshake. You pull them in. You do that you know, one arm yeah. hug. Yeah. yeah. Pat, pat. pat. Yeah. It it depends. Depends nah, this is hug. the real deal. I'm yeah. going in both hands. Yeah, just I'm a, a, a two handed hugger, man. That's just kind of what I do.
0: Dave's a one-arm hugger, man. He'll hug everybody one arm. Yeah. See, Unless Dave on the street, like you get really, one arm hug. Really close to me, then you're just gonna get. And then no, no one's close to you. You're only hugging them with one arm.
2: You get two arms, and then they get real close. Yeah. I'm gonna say I don't think you've ever hugged me with two arms. Well, you know. So you're not you. You telling fibs over there? But um. All right. So Nick's giving away two arm hugs. <laughs>
1: he is for free, for free. with a good, both free with a good squeeze and multiple pats. That's Okay, it sounded a lot weird when you said it, but yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, well, it was a couple of wild tangents. Yeah. So, as always, we're coming up on the, uh, the hour mark on our podcast. We don't like to keep y'all entertained beyond an hour just because I feel like a waste of time. You should be doing other things.
2: I'm hoping that somebody's like sitting in their car, not going into work, listening to the rest of this because they're yep. running late because they're so just caught up in what we're talking about.
0: They're probably about. driving through Kansas and bored as hell, so at least they found something to listen be. to. Don't hit a cow or a tumbleweed. Oh, my God. North Texas, man. Tumbleweed's there. This <laughs> the size of pickup trucks. It's something, man. And when you hit them, they're loud as hell, too. They are, man. We hit a couple coming back from Colorado. Yeah, like goodness. You ever hit a tumbleweed children. with that Mustang, Nick? What? You ever hit a tumbleweed with the Mustang? No. I think it'd blow the whole damn front
1: of the car up. <laughs> it'd probably blow the whole car up itself. Just, <laughs> it's Just not a pinto.
0: I mean, but that'd be if you rear-ended it. So yeah, definitely, <laughs> uh, Durango
1: be a fireball.
0: We're still looking for Nick's backseat. None of us have found that yet. I told you, it didn't come
1: with one. Mike's his car didn't have backseat. I remember when I got pulled over one time for no front license plate and the cops like what happened to your back seat? Or he goes, what's going on back there? Cause I had the roll cage in it. And I go, there's no room for kids in this, the car, man, there's no room for kids. Yeah. <laughs> we joked about taking Dave for a ride. Told me he's going to ride in the back. Remember over to Danny. Yes. The only reason why we didn't is because I remember that the stuff in the back that covers the seat holes. Cause there still are the indentions in the metal, obviously um, it's not like thick. It's literally like cardboard just wrapped in, well, he did not have like a butt, felt. so he could sit on that, right? Oh my god, no, I can't. I would have to have a pack. Like they just kind of lean back. Oh, yeah. God. guy'd be so uncomfortable. Of course, Dave being uncomfortable kind of makes me happy, so that might be a thing we try. <laughs> <laughs> that's, still, that's really messed up. All right, it's only sort of messed
0: up. All right, why don't you uh, why don't you one of you two close us out? they're pointing at me like i know what i'm supposed to say well you can say something profound thoughtful and the leave us with something end. no <laughs> God. that was fairly pro-
1: profound and thoughtful Definitely. um well thanks everybody for hanging out with us for another wonderful podcast it's almost christmas so merry christmas happy hanukkah whatever you happy holidays whatever you're into happy, happy festivus Wanda yeah festivus yep Hanukkah. We did that one. Oh yeah. That
0: was just like yesterday or someone didn't or today. I, I, I'm I not like I know. I think, I think it's like it know. was either yesterday or I think Alec Bradley posted a post about it with their cigar. They did but yeah. I think that's
1: just Alec Bradley. Okay. Because he is or his wife is Jewish.
0: Well they're awesome
2: regardless you
1: know so. so
2: Yeah. No. But yeah. You'll enjoy the season. Yep, spend some time with friends family.
1: We might get another one out before New Year's. We might not I'm not quite sure but
2: yeah. either way we'll see what we can do. We love y'all you thanks for hanging out with us. For sure. Somebody send us the answer to that question. So yeah, I remember the metric. Question.
1: Question. Oh, metric question. Yeah, yep. that's right. Thanks for reminding me. I already forgot. Sorry. all yeah. right. We're good. I'm, I'm yeah. all right, guys cheers, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Cheers.
0: Oh, that was a terrible cheers. That's better.
1: That's better. Now drink. Oh my god, that cheers is great. Thump.